This podcast is an examination of the historical research of William Branham and his message cult following. William Branham was a minister in the gambling town of Jeffersonville, Indiana, just across the river from Louisville, Kentucky, as early as 1933. He came in contact with the Reverend Roy E. Davis, an official spokesperson for the 1915 Ku Klux Klan, and later Imperial Grand Dragon of the Ku Klux Klan. Davis introduced Branham to the Pentecostal faith and the art of faith healing, which would later be introduced into Branham's stage persona as he took his place among the evangelists in the post-World War II healing revival. Branham is credited by some as being a catalyst for the Latter Rain Movement and Jim Jones of People's Temple. This podcast is not sympathetic to the views of the Ku Klux Klan that William Branham held, but it is disturbing and warrants research. This podcast is an examination of that research. You can find more about this research and other topics on the website william-branham.org. Join us as we turn back the pages of time and examine the controversial issues of William Branham and his message. William Branham is historically known for his firm stance against the doctrine of the Trinity. That history has been written by historians, supportive of Branham's theology and cult movement that has continued to grow and thrive long after his death, and their views of Branham's historical stance against Trinitarianism has propagated through the writings of theologians and cult awareness groups critical of his ministry. But are their accounts of Branham's history accurate? When studying William Branham's doctrinal views of the Godhead, Historians supportive of Branham's ministry allege that Branham was anti-Trinitarianism before starting his ministry as a preacher and evangelist. In some versions of Branham's stage persona, William Branham claimed that he took a stance against the Trinitarian baptism as he was baptized by Roy E. Davis. When I was just a little boy, nobody could tell me there's three gods. No, you couldn't poke that down mine. You can't give it to anybody that knows, any, knows what God is. That's right. So when I baptized, a Baptist preacher baptized me. I said, I want to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Dr. Roy E. Davis baptized me in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Not just a boy. Historians, supportive of William Branham's ministry, carefully choose quotes from the latter versions of his stage persona when describing the early years of his ministry, when other versions of his stage persona were used, and fail to mention the difference between each version of Branham's stage persona or the fact that during the same year, different stage personas with opposing viewpoints were used for different crowds of people. These historians typically use quotes from the later years, from meetings with a mostly anti-Trinitarian audience, wherein William Branham alleges that only false teachers would promote the Trinitarian doctrine. False teachers can rise teaching all kind of Trinitarianism and everything else, and be anointed with the Holy Ghost and perform just as many miracles as the true gospel can. What the historians fail to mention is that the stance that the latter versions of Branham's stage persona took against Trinitarianism is also a stance against earlier versions of his stage persona, and polar opposite to the Trinitarian versions of the stage persona in use for specific audiences. Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. A little while the world sees me no more. Yet you'll see me, for I'll be with you even in you. 
Jesus Christ comes into his church, to his people, to manifest himself out through the people while he himself is sitting at the right hand of the Father, sending back the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity, to live in human beings, to work through them, to show the same work that he did in the beginning, making him the same yesterday, today, and forever. In some versions of William Branham's stage persona, Branham taught the Trinitarian doctrine and claimed that it was supportive of Hebrews 13.8, Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Now, if Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, a little while the world sees me no more, yet you'll see me, for I'll be with you even in you. Then Jesus Christ comes into his church to his people to manifest himself out through the people while he himself is sitting at the right hand of the Father, sending back the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity, to live in human beings, to work through them, to show the same work that he did in the beginning, making him the same yesterday, today, and forever. In 1951, after the Latter Rain movement caused a deep schism in Pentecostalism, William Branham's stage persona began to gradually separate from the heart of the Latter Rain movement into the Manifest Sons of God subsect. He was still affiliated with many Latter Rain leaders, such as A.W. Rasmussen and Joseph Matson Bose, and the Latter Rain movement as a whole did not support the Trinitarian doctrine. With the decreasing popularity of Latter Rain, their affiliation could potentially decrease the number of speaking engagements. In 1951, William Branham decided to expand his audience to include Trinitarians. And may the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity, come in now, the promise, the comforter, that you said you would stand. Then suffered under Pontius Pilate, crucified, died, buried, rose the third day, sitting at the right hand of God the Father, making intercessions now for we who've accepted the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity. And in our hearts tonight, he rules and reigns. By 1952, William Branham was not only teaching the Trinitarian doctrine, he was supporting it with quotes from the Bible that later versions of his stage persona would use for deity claims. While alleging that he was not a man but God, or God made flesh in later versions of his stage persona, Branham often used John 5.19 as his proof text to allege that Jesus Christ was only the Son of Man, not the Son of God, and that Elijah of the last day, allegedly himself, was Jesus Christ. In 1952, however, Branham used this verse as his proof text to support the Trinitarian doctrine. Is that right? Now according to Jesus' own words, which I believe they are the truth, no one disputes that St. John 5 is not in, uh, but what's inspired. And according to his words, he said, I do nothing until the Father shows me what he's doing. Then what the Father shows me, that I do. Is that right? St. John 5, 19. Now, if Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, a little while the world sees me no more, yet you'll see me, for I'll be with you even in you. Then Jesus Christ comes into his church, to his people, to manifest himself out through the
the people while he himself is sitting at the right hand of the Father, sending back the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity, to live in human beings, to work through them, to show the same works that he did in the beginning, making him the same yesterday, today, and forever. Now, if Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and do we believe that the Holy Spirit is on earth today, how many believe that? Well, that Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit of God, is that right? The third person of the Trinity, Jesus Christ. Yet a little while the world seeth me no more, yet you'll see me. For I'll be with you, even in you, to the end of the world. May the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity, come, take the Word of God and place it into every heart, just yes. as it has need of. By 1953, William Branham had integrated the Trinitarian doctrine into his creationism doctrine, claiming that the third person of the Trinity was placed into mankind from the Garden of Eden. Branham's Trinitarian doctrine had advanced to the point of describing distinct, separate persons of the Godhead. According to William Branham, God the Father was never seen and never would be seen. Like most Trinitarian teachers, Branham described the Logos that went out from the Father to be Jesus Christ the Son, and described the Holy Spirit as the third person of the Trinity, which was placed into the hearts of mankind. In his 1953 sermon, entitled, Show Us the Father and It Will Satisfy Us, Branham fully describes what most Trinitarians believe as his own teaching. When he made everything that looked nice and good to him, now he said, let us, plural, make man, plural, in our own image. What was he? There is a supernatural being. There is one that could not be seen. God the Father never was seen, never will be seen. He's all nature. And there he is. And now here's the son, which is the little gossip that went out of him, made in his image a supernatural being that went out in the beginning. Let us make man in our own image. And if he made a man in his own image, he made a supernatural being. Genesis 1, 28, read and see if that isn't right. And then when he made man in his own image, he had ruler over the beast. He led the beast around then like the Holy Spirit supposed to lead the church today. That's right. He led the church around it. Then he said, there's no man to till the soil. So he created man out of the dust of the earth. Now he might have given him a hand like a monkey and a foot like a bear. I don't know what he did, but he put him in five senses. And he put this supernatural being, which is called man, the third person of the Trinity, Holy Spirit, into mankind. Exactly right. That man that he made in his own image. William Branham also described his stage persona's Trinitarian beliefs during his prayer lines. Each of the three persons in the Trinitarian Godhead were fully described. Branham claimed that God's provided sacrifice, the Son, or second person in the Trinitarian Godhead, was present and the Holy Spirit, the third person in the Trinitarian Godhead, was moving over the building. Branham used the phrase, third person of the Trinity, when describing the Holy Ghost, and then described the Father, the first person in the Trinitarian Godhead, drawing people closer to the sacrifice, or second person, of the Trinitarian Godhead. God's provided sacrifices here. God's Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity, the Holy Ghost, is now moving over the building. What made you raise your hand, sinner? Because God is calling you. Sometime in 1954, between April and September, 
William Branham began transitioning his stage persona away from the Trinitarian doctrine. In April, Branham was still describing the Holy Spirit as the third person of the Trinity. In September, however, Branham began claiming that Jesus Christ was the third person of the Trinity in spirit form. Now, Father, take the word and may the Holy Spirit, the third person of this Trinity, come take the word of God and break it out to the people and put it in every heart where it has need. Now, tonight, Jesus Christ has risen from the dead and is living right here among us in spirit form called the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit of God, which is Jesus Christ, the third person of the Trinity. During this time, the Latter Rain movement was quickly gaining popularity. Branham was frequently invited to Joseph Matson Bose's Philadelphia Church in Chicago, and People's Temple leader Jim Jones of Indianapolis, Indiana, was starting his career as a faith healer in the Latter Rain movement. By the time William Branham joined Joseph Matson Bose in supporting Jim Jones and Jones converted to the message, William Branham had repositioned his stage persona's stance to be once again against Trinitarianism. Now listen, therefore let all the house of Israel know, listen to this, that God has made this same Jesus whom you have crucified both Lord and Christ. What about that? Is he a third person of the Trinity? Or is he the entire Trinity? He is the entire fullness of the Godhead bodily. There is no such a thing as three gods. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. That's not even in the scriptures, nowhere. This stance, however, was not consistent. Many were already familiar with William Branham's Trinitarian stage persona. Before specific audiences, Branham used the Trinitarian stage persona still naming the Holy Spirit as the third person of the Trinity and described Jesus Christ, the second person, going to the Father, the first person. So one that has been among us died and rose again is glorified in the presence of God tonight, comes back in the form of the third person of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit, and dwells in us and moves and proves himself to be the same Lord Jesus. Now, you know what's the matter with the church? It's been so cold till it's got a spiritual cold. And it'll take more than cool grease to open your eyes. It wasn't until 1961 that William Branham fully eliminated the Trinitarian doctrine from his stage persona. In January of that year, Branham began claiming that he had, thus saith the Lord, divine revelation that Trinitarianism was of the devil. Now my precious brother, I know this is a tape also, now don't get excited. Let me say this with godly love. The hours approach where I can't hold still on these things no more. Too close yeah, to the coming. Yeah, 
Trinitarianism is of the devil. I say that, thus saith the Lord. Amen. Look where it come from. It come from the Nicene Council. In some audiences, however, Branham attempted to find common ground by combining the second and third persons of the Trinity. He positioned himself as opposed to this view, however, by saying, you call it the third person of the Trinity. I look at that angel with his back turned, told Sarah what she's thinking about. If that ain't the word of God, I don't know it. The Bible said in Hebrews 4 that the word of God is sharper than a two-edged sword and even a discerner of the thoughts of the heart. Mine. Right, it discerns. It's the word of God. And the word of God is in you if you'll let the word because he is the word. In the beginning was the word and the word is with God and the word was God and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. See then? Then that same word, Christ, the promise, the Holy Ghost. You call it the third person of the Trinity? That's fine. That's what it is. Christ, the Holy Ghost in you. He was in a pillar of fire once. Later that same year, Branham's stage persona fully rejected the Trinity and removed all common ground. He did so in a sermon entitled, The Comforter, in which he publicly stated the change in position for his stage persona. After this sermon, Branham made no attempt at switching between the opposing viewpoints of his stage personas. Not the third person of the Trinity, no Trinity in us. He is God and God alone made manifest in flesh. Now, when Jesus came, he wasn't just a man. He wasn't just the third person of the Trinity. He, he was God. He was God himself. In 1962, as his stage persona began to shift into claims of deity, Branham began claiming that his stage persona's stance against Trinitarianism was fulfillment of the book of Revelation from the New Testament, and that he himself was sent to reveal the rejection of Trinitarianism as a mystery. A trinity of frogs. A frog is an animal that always looks backward. He never looks where he's going, he looks where he's come from. See? Don't you see? Where was Trinitarianism born? Remember, three unclean spirits, individual spirits. False teachers can rise, teaching all kind of Trinitarianism and everything else, and be anointed with the Holy Ghost and perform just as many miracles as the true gospel can. Yeah. 